Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, I always, you know what? <laughs> it's it's a it's a um, it's habit, right? I, I kind of was waiting for for the intro to come on. Realize new that. show, don't have an intro. New show, oh. don't have an intro. And I'm over here looking at my Twitter and then posting stuff, and uh, but here <laughs> here we are, man. It's the it's the first official Canes on Deck show. Yes, uh, obviously yes, Canes we are baseball is here. Um, I know we had our first uh, we had our first show. Uh, recently over at the uh, the Miami, um, the official Miami Heat team store. Hurricanes. Miami Hurricanes team <laughs> store. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's been a long day. Uh, Miami Hurricanes team store over at um, uh, the Thesis Hotel right underneath it across the street from campus. Uh, as we previewed the 2024 season. And now we've got a little taste of it already. Yep. As the Canes um, you know, took on. NJIT to open the open the the, the uh, season the, this past weekend. It was a four game set. Only played three games because of some bad weather on Sunday. But um, look, listen, that first game was was electric. It was exciting or dicey uh, or dicey, depends <laughs> on how how you want to see it. But the Kings pulled through in the bottom of the ninth of the walk off, and of course the, the second and third game were. I mean, Vish, you were there at the. I think the and third the game, right? Third game, yeah. And it was yeah. just like 30, 35 to 2 across a doubleheader. That'll work. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, Kings on Deck is really exciting. You know, uh, this show, we're really excited to talk some Kings baseball. We've got some great things to talk about, some uh, really exciting things to look forward to. And then, of course, some cause for concerns as well, which yep. I'm pretty sure me and Vish are on the same page for this one. Um, yeah, a couple of shout outs in the chat. Kane's Cat Heat. Yeah. yeah he, this dude is like, He's on the baseball. He's on buckets all the time. Nice. And then of course, man. of course, uh, you know our guy, our guy Evan. Um, F one show back next week. Yes, There's, sir. We're we're like ten days out from an F one race. So uh, Isn't that crazy. I know it's so crazy, yeah. but uh, we're pretty excited about that. Four hundred race calendar. I need more air, man. I'm done. I'm done with it. My goodness. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So shout out to Evan. We'll, we'll be back next week to uh. Yes, Oh yeah, you went with the ch and everything. Yeah, huh? yeah, man. You know. Okay, all right. I see you. I see you. Mm, getting culturally appropriate here, so. Um, even if we're calling him Costello, Westminster. It's Costello. It's Costello. <laughs> Westminster, man. You know, it's. By the way, um, you know, I'm trying to find it here. I'm trying to find. Uh, we did find out it was Cuvée, by the way. Yeah, it's oh, not no Cuvée. It's Cuvée. Oh, it's Cuvée. It's Cuvée. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's very French of them. Yeah, uh, to do so. Um, 
but yeah, we're pretty excited about Kane's baseball. Look, I know it's it's again, it's NJIT, right? So nothing to you know, we're not we're not going to uh, we're not going to Omaha after that one. So uh but still look the Kings did exactly what they needed to do and more. I mean, they absolutely dominated the series for the most part, right? The first game was uh, you know, aside from those two innings, I think Miami, you know, looked really good. So I was really excited to see what I saw. But before we even get into that, um this how are you feeling about this Kings baseball team overall? Just based off of what you saw. So, I, I mean, we're going to talk about some stuff we're worried about later. So, I'll start with the positives, though. I thought top to bottom, a lot of hitting. Again, it's NJIT, but, you know, a lot of new faces that are making that adjustment to this level of baseball did not seem to have any issues hitting the ball. And, you know, that's something you, even some of our, like, you know, greater players like Zach Collins struggled initially and, you know, took a while to kind of get into rhythm. It's good to see this many players producing. So overall, you know, because again, we played a double header on, on um, Saturday. Saturday. So we, we rotated heavily in the second game and no let up, which is a good sign. Yeah. Um, like you mentioned, right. Top to bottom, that lineup uh, looks, looks formidable. It looks like a, it looks like they're going to go out there and they're going to be able to score some runs and they're going to be able to hit the ball really well. Uh, it's 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 a pretty balanced lineup. I'm sure you you might see some changes here and there as the season goes along. But even even our boy Jack Scanlon, right, first at bat goes yard uh, of the season. So no, he he grew that over the uh, right center field wall. He did, but Carlito is is doing really well. I mean, he's starting off hot as well. Obviously, with last the, year too, with so the walk off, I know, and he's got a couple of runs already. I mean. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, it, it feels like this. It feels like the lineup uh, really kind of picked up where it left off, per se, right? I mean, they they're, they're still they still look like they can hit the ball. And we talked about this, right? We said that this, I don't think the lineup is going to be much of an issue. But yeah, you know, with that, what's going to be important is is in the you know the the conference games and and against really good teams, see how they perform there. Yeah, and also just that it was underrated because, uh, you know, you look at what the team lost and you think, okay, if you lose that much of your production, right, you're going to be in trouble. But I think we both looked at this and said, there's actually more depth this year. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of identifying who the key guys are. <clears throat> but this has more upside than last year's team did because it wasn't just relying on Yo-Yo and Levinson and, you know, Kafis and Patelli, it was just a lot more players. I mean, we talked about this in the postseason last year as we were kind of watching the season end together that, you know, we'd had to wait for the bottom of the lineup to strike out, get out, so we'd get back to the top to try and score. Right. So you're almost wasting every third inning. Um, and I think there's a high potential as we – as this team progresses. I mean, seven, that eight, top nine, to bottom. Yeah, yeah that top yeah. to bottom. I mean, again, it's NJIT. Jason right? Torres, Carlos right. Torres, and, yeah. and J.D. Ursel. Yeah, it's, 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 it's NJIT right now. But I right. think I think between the guys you mentioned, but also, you know, um, um, some of the backups that got in there also hit well. So this well, time some, of, some, some of them are seasoned vets. Like uh, Gutierrez, you know, Gabby. Yeah. Uh, Gabby Gutierrez and, and um, uh, Jacoby Long. You know those guys, and then like you mentioned, you got the younger guys too. Uh, Eric Eric Fernandez, uh, Antonio Jimenez, Jake Kulikowski. Yeah, you got some you got some some good bats there. You know? Yeah, and I think I think the the promising thing there then is let's say you do get 
Because again, last year we started off hot, slumped towards especially the bottom half of the lineup, but there were no real options to bring in um, this year. You know, there are. So you know, for example, you mentioned Scanlon. If he can be productive in his in his in his spot starts and his backup appearances, then if Carlito hits a slump, you can go to him. Last year that wasn't really an option. No, so, even Goitia, Goitia got in the game and got a couple of base hits as well. So he got. So I think that, um, yeah. Oh, Kane's cats. He says fence, fence to the goat. Well, yes, yeah. So that's a big thing too, right? They struck out. Uh, it looks like they may not strike out as much. You know, it looks like the plate discipline is a little bit better. Well, there wasn't um, a coach change. I mean, we definitely talking, talking noticed about, that big time. Yeah, and then also talking about the Friday game. I mean, we twice. Because we tied it up at seven. All right. We went to the bunt, man. We played the small ball twice. Yeah. Didn't work the first time because the right. – It was the Vegas one, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and Garner lined it back to the pitcher and turned into a double play, but J.D. went right back to it. Did. You know, that was something Chino was not going to bunt in those situations. Well, you got Darren Fenster there now, right? <laughs> yeah, he so it's, it's a little bit of a different approach, I think. You know, Definitely. the strikeouts went to a little bit more controlled approach. Although obviously the power was there too this week, but it was it was I'm impressive. Not, definitely speak. the opponent, but although I will say the only thing that Fenster, Fenster, you know that, that one play that I, I I talked about in the first game of the season where he got Costello thrown out of third, but that's a little bit of both Costello and and first you got to see that play in front of you, but ah, it is what it is. It happens. It's being a little aggressive, you know. First game of the season, I get it. That's okay. Uh, you got to make again. You got to make a really good throw. So there's a lot of different things. However. Um, you know they've got to they got to work. I would probably say that the the thing that they have to work on the most is, as as he mentions here, Kane's cat is is a little bit of the base running, but it's the first weekend of the season, so I you know I I don't know if I expected to see too much base stealing against uh, against NGAT where you know they probably felt really confident in their bats uh, to be able to move the guys over that way. So. Um, I see. I, I see a big improvement. I see. I see what a you know, what what looks like a pretty balanced uh, lineup right now. Yep. Um, yeah, I and agree. So, uh, and I'm not talking about from you know, power to to you know, just guys that can get on base, but just uh, just overall, you you don't. I mean, Jason Torres hitting seventh, right? A, a guy that that's potential has 15 to 20 home runs. Uh, potential power um, in him hitting that low in the lineup is really nice to see. Carlito, who hit 13 last year, is hitting eighth, right? JD Urso led Division Two last year in doubles, um, which people don't realize either. That's that's a big that's a big deal for you know the University of Tampa is ranked number one in the country in Division Two. Uh, he led he led the whole the whole country in doubles. Uh, so you know, and, and by the way, nobody nobody corrected me on this show last week. Okay, and I got I got a bone to pick with you guys. You with you, obviously, Vish. Um, you did not correct me about Lucas Costello. I kept saying that he's from Vanderbilt. The kid played at Wake Forest. I know, and I kept saying the Van- Vandy. He played in you know he played in, in the College World Series with Vandy. And I'm thinking to myself, obviously the colors, right? The colors is what got me, right? They both have similar colors. So I kept saying Vandy, and then I'm I'm like, hold on a second, he played at Wake Forest. What the hell? I never You're being said defended by Kane I did say Wake. I did? I don't know. I might have to throw the flag on that on myself 
Well, I have to, 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 to defend hey. myself then here from that attack by Jazz yeah, I guess for you not correcting you, you when you, when you were I'm drunk. just full of shit. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, at any route, really great performance by him as well. I know the first game he kind of struggled that first couple of bats, and then he kind of came through uh, with a base hit and getting on base too. So he, he himself hit a home run um, in the series as well. So, uh, you know, a lot of production from, from the lineup. Uh, you know, I, I think the biggest thing that we need to talk about is the elephant in the room, Vish. We, we, we talked about this before, you know. Um, I love Gage Zeal. I mean, he's a veteran. He's been here for a long time. He's a captain of the team. You know, he's a good player, man. Uh, and he's, and he's, you know, when he's on, when he's consistent, when he can, he's, he's lights out. He can definitely dominate a game, but his inconsistencies, his inability to get through the lineup uh, the second time around. I think that's the biggest thing. That's what I kind of wanted to mention is I think that that's what we've seen with him in the past also is his inability to get through the lineup the second the second time around. And I think that that's more to do it, – it's not to do with his velocity because he was 93 to 94 the whole time he was there, right? The whole time he was in the game, 93 to 94, hard-throwing stuff, had a really nice slider going for some time. But I think you got to be able to adapt and you got to be able to adjust – the way that you pitch and how you throw in your location, your spotting, you gotta you gotta be able to do that more consistently, and you've got to switch things around. You've got to change things up when you get, especially when you're gonna go up against you know the best teams in the country, you know, right? So, uh, and if you do that against NJIT, even this is what's gonna happen, right? You're gonna give up four and five run innings um, because of the inconsistency of being able to get around that first time around. You might be able to dominate anybody. Because you throw hard, you've got a nice slider, you, you know, you, you've got good stuff. But really good college baseball hitters are going to be able to adjust to that. And they're going to get your timing down. So you have to make the adjustment as well on the mounds. And I just don't think he did that. And that's been that's been something that he struggled with throughout his career, is being able to make those adjustments when, you know, you're going the second or third time around in the lineup. You have to be able to do that because they're going to do it. Uh, I, I, you know, I We've mentioned it. We don't think he's a Friday night guy based off his experience and, you know, his leadership. Maybe that's why he's there. But do you think it's time for Miami to seriously consider making making a move there um, in the rotation? And I, I'm not saying taking him out because I still think he's 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 a good pitcher. I still think he deserves to be in that rotation. I just don't think he needs to be the Friday night guy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just been, it's one game. And, you know, assuming – we, we, we did talk about this in the preview. We don't think he's the quote-unquote ace. Right. But we think he would get the Friday start. Um, because, you know, the last few years, we haven't necessarily thrown our best pitcher on Friday. It's been the guy we felt was the most reliable, which is going to be the veteran. Right. And this is Rafe's first time start, starting, Herrick's first time starting at this level. So it was kind of like, you know, past his presidents, he was going to get the Friday sure. job. So I think whatever – rationale went into that i don't think you just throw it away off of one performance i think you know i'm sure they're already thinking about it because as kane's cats he pointed out like i don't think the coaches or any of us were under any illusion that he was the best pitcher on the staff right right so i don't think this is necessarily that much of a surprise i will say it was part of it was going through the line the second time part of it was he started elevating his pitches yeah. um and weicho shout out to weicho was really good. I know you were at the game, so you probably didn't see this, but on the broadcast, he was pointing out like where the ball was elevating. He's like, 
showed pitches from like the first inning where he was keeping it down. And then, you know, he started losing a little bit of command and everything started drifting up in the zone. That's when they started hitting him. Um, so, so he did a real good job of, of pointing that out and saying like, look, he's missing his spots every time. Everything's up, up, up. Right. And, and he got, he got hammered. Yeah. Got back to the dugout, came out and got hammered again. Um, so, so although he did get jobbed on a, he did, he did actually get out of the jam in the fifth because he struck the guy out on a quote unquote check swing where he basically three quarters swung in the, um, didn't give it to him and then sing and then they kept the rally going. But yeah, no, I mean he he lost he lost a little bit of command and his stuff is not good enough to he's gotta hit his spots. Yeah. Like it's good, but it's not great. If he's not hitting his spots, he will get hammered. And we saw that last year. And you know, after a while he did recover. <laughs> but he, you know, I do yeah. think I well, I'll say I'll I'll say it. I know. You know, Gino's explanation was that he um, threw Zeal on Friday of the regional last year because, like, hey, you know, we, we kind of get that first win, whatever, 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 right? <laughs> I think a lot of it had to do with he trusted an injured Ligon more against the, the in the winner's game than he did Zeal at that point. Right. So he really was holding back his better pitcher. Everyone knows in a regional you got to win those first two. Now, Ligon got shelled, so it didn't. You know the the one inning guy for Mississippi State got shelled, and so that didn't that didn't didn't work out. But I I think that had a lot to. I don't think that I think they trust him to eat innings, but I don't think they trust him to just go out and beat the top teams. And so it'll be interesting to see how they manage that. Yeah, <clears throat> Kane's uh, Kane's Kathleen says here. Uh, yeah, I'm not blame JD for keeping him in the fifth. You have no idea. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't blame me. I don't think that I, I'm not I'm not sitting here and saying you should have taken him out as soon as he started. It's also stuff. it's NJIT. Uh, you gotta let him work through some shit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> this is the perfect opportunity for him to to work on 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 that. So, but he did come out and he struggled again. And so, you know, you got to be able to like like I said, he's got to be able to keep make keep making adjustments. If he's noticing he's keeping the ball up. You know, you got to work on it, right? You got to keep the ball down a little bit. You, you you have an opportunity to to really take advantage of 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 a team that you know is not a very good baseball team, and, and make those pitches right and work on your craft. But if you're not doing that in game against these teams, you know, then you're not going to last into the fifth inning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, so it's 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 going to be look. He's got another opportunity against Long Island, who's another team. I'm not saying they're bad. They're not they're not terrible, but but listen, it's another team that you should be able to come out and beat. Right? Yeah, I do think if we see something similar out of him, you know, Jay's going to yeah. have to consider the rotation for Florida. Sure. Because you can't, you can't do this. Right. If yeah. he has a solid outing against uh, LIU and he goes out there and he throws, you know, you know, throws five or six shutout innings or, or whatever the case may be, he just looks really good, then I think he keeps it the way it is and you kind of roll with it. And uh, look, the, the truth is that I think we were all kind of surprised um, with how good the, the the bullpen was, right? A bunch of young guys and, and a bunch of young guys and Grandpa Dwyer, um, who did you know, who did I guess he got the win on Friday, right? Because he, he did. came in he did. the ninth, yeah, yeah, he did get the win on Friday. But um, you know the bullpen looked good. Julian Hernandez, yes, uh, you know I saw that there. Uh, I saw a video of his dad being really hyped up for for him right. pitching too. So uh, really cool. Uh, I was really kind of kind of excited to see him. Uh, Julian Hernandez did well, and Nick Robert did well. You've got you got a solid uh, solid uh, inning from from Caba, who came back uh, from injury. He looked okay. 
you've got a couple other guys, right? You, you, God, um, who's the other? Who's the big? Uh, who, oh, uh, Natterman or Notterman, however you call yeah. it, Slade Notterman. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. you got a, you know, any or two from him as well. I think in the uh, in the uh, in, in the first wait, he pitched the first game, didn't he? Yeah, 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 maybe yeah. Him. two innings um, in the first game, um, yeah, and then, and then they gave it to Dwyer. So. Uh, you've you've got some guys there that look good. You've got some guys that look really good. At, um, oh, uh, uh, Brandon Oliveira uh, threw in the second game. Uh, so you've got you know a lot of guys were able to throw, which is nice to see. Yeah, I think the Friday game is, is is you know a positive sign because it was a pressure situation. You know the Canes were down and then tied as these relievers are in their working innings. So exactly, you know they had the pressure on them to not concede anything and they didn't. So that's a good sign. Because you can talk about we talk about the competition or whatever, it's still game pressure. Absolutely. You know? And and so they 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 rose to that challenge at least for one one game. Right. And obviously, you know, there's still some guys out there like uh, Crowther who's who's working his way up back in. Uh, uh, Walters. Yeah. Uh, what's, uh, what's what's his name? What's his first name? <laughs> Brian. Brian. Uh, what was his brother's name? Andrew. Andrew Walters. Jesus. And his uh, and their uncle's name Matt. Matt. <laughs> National champion. You, you, you know what? You know what? Hold on, hold on. So I apologize to Hurricane Hurricane Jason here because you just violated. I know I did. Right? I just, <laughs> you just violated. Whatever. It's mean, a it's a it's a reference to the family. It's it's still baseball. <laughs> it's still baseball. Come on, come on. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, I was impressed. I was impressed with the bullpen. I think those guys did well. I think I think look, having a guy like like uh, Laz Gutierrez as your pitching coach. Also, I mean, it's a little bit of a different mentality, a different way of going about things, um, and 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 JD just handing it off to him and letting yeah. him do his thing, I think is huge. I mean, that guy, that guy's been around the best of the best, right? Uh, whether it's winning winning championships with the Red Sox, uh, those Sox, uh, or being ranked the number one team in the country in Division Two baseball uh, with Nova Southeastern as well. You know, he's done a hell of a job wherever he's gone, right? He's got that degree in psychology as well. So, you know, that's his forte is being able to get in the, inside the minds of these pitchers and be able to help them get through things. Um, and so I think it's a great, uh, you know, a great opportunity for Laz to, to be able to, to develop that pitching staff. And I think he, he was a great addition to this team. So, uh, you know, shout out to that bullpen. I think they did a great job. I think the the starting pitching for the most part, obviously Rafe was terrific. Eric was, uh, Eric Hernandez was terrific as well. Um, and you know, we were, we were going to, we almost had a chance to see Ben Chestnut fish. Well, so what are you, okay. Man. So, so <laughs> I was going to ask you about this. So he was announced as the Sunday starter. If, yeah. If you're in the Miami area, you know how the weather was there. There was no way they were playing a game. Um, no so chance. I haven't seen anything official, but I'm assuming he started. I don't know how I got golfing, by the way. I don't even know how I got that. Well, actually, it held off later than they thought it would. But there was no way I was going to get to one without washout. Um, so with Chestnut probably going tomorrow, right? What are your What are your thoughts on that? He looks like he's the fourth guy. I think I think what's going to happen, right? We kind of talked about this a little bit too. I think that midweek game, you're going to see Chestnut throw, but I think it's going to be a committee. You know, pitching by committee, you might see some other guy. You might see Chestnut throw throw two or three innings, uh, then get another guy that's going to come in. Um, and throw a couple a couple innings as well. So you may see some guys that might you may see guy, a guy like Nick Robert get some get some work. Um, you know, I think that midweek game for the t- at the beginning is going to be that way until 
they kind of feel comfortable and settled with one guy. But yeah, Ben, I think is going to be their first option just because again, another guy been here for a little bit now, his experience. Uh, he's, uh, he's another guy that's up and down. He's, he's got really bad outings and then he's got some outings where, you know, that 84 to 86 for some reason from the right side works. Right. And you're like, well, so uh, but I think it's because it's 84 to 86 and you're like, what the hell? And then you figure it out and then they start. You know, yeah. So my, my concern, cause you mentioned earlier about zeal, you know, and, and we weren't talking about dropping them entirely on the weekend rotation, right. but if it gets to that point, chestnut is not, is not a weekend starter. No, and, no, no, no. Well, so my, my point is it doesn't look like we're preparing someone to kind of step up into that role. If he's getting the ball. Was right. the midweek guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Kane's Cat's Heat. I, I'm assuming I think I know who Kane's Cat's Heat is at this point. Um, oh, I definitely know who it is. Um, <laughs> he's been here anonymously, so I'm not going to Yeah, he's him. in here anonymously. You can put his name in the chat if he wants I'm sure to. He's done a couple say. of shows with me back in the day. But uh, yeah, it's, yeah, Jordan Vargas is is another kid, is another, another kid that has an opportunity to come in um, and get some innings. I think right now that bullpen is young. So he's gonna get, uh, so Laz and JD are gonna give them a shot to kind of make a name for themselves and 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 you know and and maybe get settled in that that you know midweek rotation guy or or even a guy that they go to for multiple innings down the stretch like a Lecarica kind of guy from last right. year or Alejandro Torres you know that's another guy you know those type of guys we need to replace them and I think that Vargas and Robert and Chestnut and 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 the whole bunch everybody else that we mentioned are going to be vying for those spots. Uh, and if you can get multiple guys that can do that, then you're in much better shape than you were last year because I think yeah. that, that was a big thing last year as well. Yeah, no, it was a lot of um, – it was a lot of Torres dependency last year. Um, yeah. I mean, against – I remember because I went to that Virginia series um, where we got swept in, in Virginia. He pitched like two or three innings on Friday, two or three innings on Saturday, and then started on Sunday. Right. It's like kid can't, can't do that. Yeah. Rubber arm Torres over there. Yeah. Um but anyways, I think that uh you know, get uh you know, we're I'm excited to see what they do um on the mound uh yeah. you know for the rest of the season. We'll see. Let's get we it's funny that we haven't been we haven't spoken we've spoken barely about you know the hitting. I know we mentioned it early, but yeah. uh Let's start off with this. I got a question for you. What What are you most surprised by in that lineup? So I'll just say generally that in Kane's caddy talked about this earlier. There was a lot more disciplined approach, but the power was still there because um, in the, it felt like you know in the Geno area era we made a trade off between we're gonna hit for power, which is something especially at the end of the Morris era we were not doing at all. Um, but we're going to hit for power and the trade-off is going to be strikeouts. It's going to be unproductive outs. We kind of had the, at least for, you know, it's one weekend, but the power was definitely there. I mean, Saturday was basically just a home run derby. Um, and, you know, the strikeouts weren't there and, you know, the, the unproductive outs weren't really there. So <laughs> to me, that was a positive sign. It just seemed like a more mature hitting team. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, the, the power being there, I kind of had an idea with Kuvay, uh Jason Torres. I mean, Kuvay um, is, if, if, for those of you that haven't been out to the ballpark. Yeah, that kid is unbelievable, by the way. He's, he's a unit. Like, he cannot he be the freshman. 
He knows. Yes. He, yes. Uh, you yes. know when, when you remember when Yo Yo came in, right? We were all like, "Wow, look at this kid, big kid, six three, big tall, lanky kid at third base, shortstop. Where's he gonna play? Well, he can hit for some power. He's got the he's got the goods. He's gonna be special. I mean, Cuve looks like he ate Yo Yo Morales. He's like twice his size. He's a bigger kid. He's a little more filled out. Yeah. Um, uh, but he's got he's got some massive height and a 40, 400 and 60-foot home run on Saturday yeah. night, if I'm not mistaken. Jesus Christ, that kid is – I mean, if he can continue to do what he's doing – I mean, he hit an apple taco grand slam uh, in the second game, and he barely even touched that ball. So. Yeah, no, he is he, he is physically well beyond what his age would indicate. And the yeah, idea he that he's going to go through a weight program and grow is just like <laughs> – Insanity. About three years of that at least, right? Because I mean, yeah. if he continues yeah. to do that, that's another first rounder right there. So, um, look, uh, again, I think I was impressed, obviously, with with Kuve. I think everybody was impressed with Kuve and what he was able to do uh, as a freshman coming in and, and hitting the way he did. Uh, but I think that, look, I love that I saw. That I love to see Dorian Gonzalez back in there and hitting the way he was hitting, getting on base. Because, uh, quite frankly, he. He has the talent to be one of the top players on this team. You know, we saw him go through a slump last year, but from a from a from a defensive perspective, he's the best guy in the infield, right? He's he's smooth at second base. If we get another lefty bat in the lineup like his that can drive the ball to the gaps like he was doing on um, you know this past weekend, then you've got yourself you know you've got yourself something special there with him with Dorian Gonzalez coming back. So it's really. Yo, well, what do you, what do you think about so um, we DH'd him? Um, I feel like if his if you're keeping him in the lineup, he's one of our best fielders. How's he not in the field? Well, I think they did it just to kind of get. Him they did. They did put him in the. Yeah. I think he played third base in the game. I went to the Saturday night game, right. so they got him out there, and I think Sear might DH that game, but. I feel like you gotta. Are all the other infielders actually better than him in the field? Because I don't think so. Better than the Dorian? Yeah, that's what I'm that no. we're putting out there. Like, no, I think I think it's MJT again, right? I think you're gonna see him play the field a lot more. Um, you know, some as as the season progresses, I think that at this point you want to get Jimenez out there a little bit because Jimenez, you know, is is really good, right? He's a very good fielder, um, and you want to get him some time, maybe just to kind of get acclimated at short and at third. You might see him come in yeah, and replace some of these guys. Um, so you're going to see a lot of that. I think Steer playing, uh, you know, second base. I, I don't want to say he's a liability, right? But he's a natural shortstop. But now you bring in a guy like Urso, who's you know who's who's an experienced veteran guy that can come in and play shortstop really well. Uh, that you know kind of keeps Steer at DH because of Gonzalez's. Uh, glove at second base. You're going to see that more often. I think at the beginning, you just want to kind of get some guys out there, get some guys some playing time on the field. But I don't think you'll see that as much uh, going down, you know, uh, the rest of the season. I think you'll see him play the field a lot more. Yeah. I mean, he's one of our best infielders in the field. Absolutely. That's what actually got him, kept him in the lineup a lot yeah. last year. Big time. He wasn't, wasn't hitting for shit. Right. That's true. That's true. And I, I mean, look, uh, you know, I, I mentioned him, but uh, Antonio Jimenez is, is a kid that's he's going to be something special here as well. You know, obviously this year he's kind of you know stuck because you, you got Kuvay yeah. doing what he's doing at third, yeah. and then you've got Ursula at short, who you know 
that's a guy. I mean, that's that's probably the biggest change you could see. Is yeah. If Ursel starts to slump a little bit, then you got you bring in a guy like yeah, him, he, he's definitely I think the one that's potentially replaceable at some point if uh, he's because I mean at worst with Kuve you might move him to DH or something. Right. If we if we have better fielding, but you're not taking that battle lineup. Obviously, you're not taking Sear out. So. Or Torres, so it is really just you know that shortstop position might be a little fluid. Hey, speaking of that, speaking of that, what's up with the, what's up with the, the, your favorite player, baby? Mister Lorenzo Carrier out there hitting hitting bombs, playing left field, starting in left field. Look, look they they uh, threw him a fastball, which is never yeah. advisable. Do not throw Lorenzo Carrier a fastball. Um, yeah, no, he's he's. He, Not bad so far, right? He hits bombs. So he hits bombs. That's what he does. Throw him yeah. a fastball, you'll get punished. That's his thing. Now we got to see if he's going to be <laughs> Yeah, let's see if, he, if, he's, if he's consistent with it. Yeah, the curveball tends to be a problem for him. But. Yep, I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, uh, Costello made up for his uh, botched um, botched uh, play in last year's World yeah. Series with a, with a ESPN Top 10 play this past weekend at right field. Yeah. I think he's a solid right field. He's got a strong arm. Um, and he's got experience out there. He's a local kid, which I'm really happy that he's back home, playing in front of his, you know, his home, you know, his home team, his fans. Um, and you see that he's happy to be here, man. He's excited to be a Kane. Uh, it's just it's funny to see, you know, a kid that started for a national championship team, uh, you know, the number one team in the country, to come now down here and yeah. start. Start for it is, it is a little weird. It's um, a little weird. It's a little weird, but I'll take it because he would I'll have probably it. been their starting right fielder. So probably, probably. But listen, I'll take it. Uh, when you can do that, that's that's fine by me. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited for this lineup. I'm excited for the guys that we have on the bench too. I mean, you've got Gabby, right? Uh, you got Jacoby Longs, who are both are veterans. Yeah. Um, we didn't even see Renzo, which I'm not sure what Renzo's. Yeah, yeah that's, that's. I don't know what his uh, role is going to be on this team because they've got him as a utility guy slash pitcher. So we'll, we'll see what's what's going to happen with Renzo, but. But you figure what, you he's, figure he's he would have gotten it if they were going to use him to pitch. You think? Right. Yeah. Oh, Renzo's I, hurt. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah that I'm would make sure. more sense because, like, yeah. I cannot believe he didn't see the field if he right. was healthy. At least he's even you know, spell or is a little bit at first, right? Point. And even if he was going to pitch, like there were opportunities to work, work him in there. So this is true. I guess he's going to be like a, the next JP Gates out there. So, uh, well, he is right now if he's hurt. So just like JP Gates, oh, man. Jesus, well, I'm uh, taking a shot. Yeah, I'm sorry. I love you, JP. Uh, and, and I thought you were a stud, but you got hurt too. Wow, much. man, he also he couldn't command his pitches. Yep, yep, yep. He was, uh, it was all over the place. Um, as I mentioned, Adrian Jimenez, Eric Fernandez, uh, AJ Goitia, even uh, Jack Scanlon. You've got uh, Antonio Jimenez, Kulikowski. Got a lot of guys that could potentially yeah. make some noise um, as a as a depth piece in this lineup. So is he really? He's two for two right now. <laughs> He's playing for Tampa. Isn't he? Isn't he older than Drew Dwyer? I feel like he's like 28 years old. I mean, he must have gotten some retros for his yeah, arm. I'm sure he did. I'm COVID, sure. COVID year. And good for him. They're ranked, they're ranked number one in the country in D2 this year so far. So good for him. You know, he's playing for a really good program over there. Uh, so we saw, oh, so basically we traded Urso for JP Gates, is what you're telling me. Okay. I mean, uh, JP Gates has been on the team for a while, right? Uh, was he on it last year? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. You're right. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, um, 
Look, we've got a lot more coverage for you coming up. They face UCF this week. Uh, I'm sorry, this Wednesday for a midweek game. Uh, tomorrow at, at 6 p.m., I believe the game is at um, here in Miami, right? Yeah, it's down here. It's down here. So you're, if you're here in Miami and Coral Gables, why don't you go check them out? Uh, they play UCF Golden Knights um, at 6 p.m., if I'm not mistaken. You, you get a chance. 5 p.m. 5 p.m. I yeah. definitely will be there. Uh, 5 p.m. Uh, as they um, you get to see Ben Chestnut in that lineup. That lineup might be a little different this week. Uh, I'm sorry, not this week, tomorrow as well. So, you know, keep uh, keep your eye out on that. <clears throat> but uh, after that, they go on and play LIU. Long Island comes over to Miami to play to play the Kings here at home as well. I will be at one of those games. I'm sure Vish will be as well. Um, yeah, I'll be out there a bit. We'll try to catch some, some Kings baseball this weekend also. And then let's go. It's, it's go time as they face the Gators next week in week three of the season. So, um, you know, it's, 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 this is an opportunity for Miami to start off hot, get back in the race and, and, and be a viable contender in that ACC. There's a lot of big programs right now. A lot of really good programs in the ACC. Duke is, Duke is on a roll. You've got Wake Forest as the number one team in the country, Clemson, NC state, North Carolina, uh, Virginia. Uh, you've got some really good teams in uh in the ACC so yeah and a lot of those teams you mentioned are coming here that's great so, it's so still, it's still a lot, tough, lot, it's a lot, tough lot of home games that yeah. that um you know there's opportunities to to notch some quality series wins and you know everyone's kind of sleeping on the games right now you can wake them up I hope so it's it's wake up time yes uh as so we we get uh we get the scoreboard check here uh, from our from our friend uh, from our friend CCH three hundred five Wake Forest lost today. The Gators are up four nothing on North Northern Florida. North Florida. Um, oh, the Wake Forest lost to USC Greensboro. Okay. So we do we do host FGCU in the midweek uh, next week before UF. And so then, then I believe it's seventeen home games in a row, and then we go on the road. So well, we big. go we the the first road game we have is Tuesday, March twelfth at FAU. We don't have a weekend road series until March 22nd at Notre Dame. Yep. So it is March 12th. So March 12th, um, I just found out, guys. March 12th, uh, my team, our 2020, uh, so, excuse me, our, 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 our 20, is it 2020? Yeah. Our 2020 state championship team at South Miami Senior High is going to be um, celebrated. At a game in South Miami, as South Miami takes on, oh my God, is it Tara? I think South Miami plays Tara because our our third baseman is the head coach at Tara now, um, or Archbishop. I'm sorry, Archbishop Carroll, not Tara. Archbishop Carroll and, and South Miami play. I just wanted to throw that in there because that's March 12th. That's a uh, I'll be out there being being celebrated as a state champ. Woo-hoo! Super excited. Anyways. Um, yeah, make sure you keep it logged. We'll have some more content well, for you. I mean, just, just yeah. Gonna, what, what else you got here? You brought it up. Just schedule check. So our weekend series after Long Island: Florida at home, Virginia at home, North Carolina at home. Florida that at home, is. Virginia at home, and North Carolina. Or our, our next three weekend series after Long Island. That, man, that's big, man. That's if you guys big. don't have tickets, go buy tickets. Like that is a that is elite level college baseball coming to the light three weeks in a row. Um. And then, by the way, after uh, traveling to Notre Dame, we host Clemson. Oh, nice! So you're getting you're getting just like very high quality home games here. So get, go get your tickets. 
Yes, please do that. Please do that. Uh, we'll be out there. Vish will be out there as much as he can when he's in when he's in in the house. Yeah. So yeah, we, uh, we can we, definitely we do. Definitely that, can. Yeah. And that's what I was trying to say at the beginning of the season, right? When we first had our first show, it's like this team is better than I think people are giving it credit for. Not in the top twenty-five. Uh, because we lost, you know, as you mentioned, Vish, those guys, Levinson and Kafis and Yo-Yo and um, Patelli. Uh, we lost a lot of guys, right? We lost a lot of guys from the bullpen. You know, Gallo, Lecarica, Torres, uh, Walters, and, and and then Carson Lee went over to ride the pine at Mississippi State. So, I mean, you lost, you lost a lot of guys. But you got some really, really good guys. I think this is the best recruiting class uh, that has stayed <laughs> and come to school for Miami in quite some time, uh, with the guys like Cuvey and um, and Jimenez and and all those guys. So I think that what you're going to see is a really good team. Nick Robert, I think, is going to be the truest six foot six, big kid, throws hard as hell. Uh, I'm really excited for those guys. So I think that um, you know I think that we're we're going to be we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Yeah, so I think it's going to be a fun season. It will be. It will be. Make sure you keep it locked. Uh, follow us, please, on uh, Twitter. We've got our, we finally got it up and going. It's at Canes on Deck. Subscribe to the Five Reasons Canes podcast. Uh, make sure you click the like button. Show us some love there. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, we obviously are going to be in podcast form as well. So anywhere you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. Yeah, uh, all that stuff goes out on the podcast feed. So everything does. Everything does. And, and we'll try to post some stuff on Canes on Deck as well on Twitter. Um, Kings take on UCF tomorrow at 5 p.m. and then they face Long Island at home. If you are around, make sure you go support them. Myself and Vish will be out there. Come say hello. We'll be in the press box or sit in the stands with us. Like and by the way, stands. and by the way, thumbs up to the JD milkshake. <laughs> really good milkshake. Went down easy. Didn't have any issues. You should definitely try it, man. You should definitely try it. Hell, pop. What the hell is that? I don't know. About? Just Max showed up right there in the show for the second, second day in a row. Hell pop and finally off work. Unbelievable. This is what you contribute to this to this uh to this pop. To second this day in a row he floated on as you we were signing off. As we're signing off. Listen uh Max, just text me, man. I'll give you the rundown. All right. Or you can text or you can hit up CCH. Um, I'm sure you know who he is as well. <laughs> We don't want to give out his name. We're gonna keep it anonymous. But he didn't give it, he kept him he kept it anonymous, so we're not gonna see there you go, Max. Start a start a stream. Oh Jesus. Oh yeah, check out Max out later. My stream is later. <laughs> yeah, make sure he's got uh he's got his show coming up uh in a little bit uh mm-hmm. with uh Big Mac with Big Mac and Cheese. Extra what cheese. What a name. Extra cheese, what a name, right? What a name. Uh shout out to to uh Max and the crew over there, but uh yeah, check them out. We'll have uh, we'll have something for you soon again. Uh, maybe a little bit of a rundown tomorrow after the game against UCF, and uh, uh, we'll go from there, man. But uh, yes, thank you guys for for coming on and, and show up showing up for Canes on deck. Hopefully, we'll have some more content for you soon coming up. And uh, and like I said, just follow us on Twitter and on and on YouTube, and uh, make sure you enjoy and click the like button and subscribe. But uh, we appreciate it, and you know, baseball is is, is Baseball is is an interesting game, and it's not for everybody. And we know that this is a this is definitely going to be a niche um, group of people. But we do appreciate it because baseball is life, and for the baseball guys, we know what that's like. So uh, we appreciate you guys coming on and, and shooting the shooting the breeze with us. And please comment on the chat. We want to talk. We want to talk baseball, right? And by the way, it's not siéntate. It's sit down. We'll see you guys later.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.